Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Commercial Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. Common carriage, private carriage, and holding out. Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com. This episode of the Commercial Pilot Podcast brought to you by our number one rated online ground school. Visit groundschoolacademy.com to check it out, learn more, and become a member today. This was uh, a podcast requested by quite a few of you guys. By the way, thank you so much for making this five podcast series. By five podcasts, I literally mean five different podcasts. The Private Pilot Podcast, the Instrument Pilot Podcast, the Commercial Pilot Podcast, the CFI or Flight Instructor Podcast, and Inspire Aviation own spots one through five in the aviation top charts in iTunes. It's thanks to you guys. Um, It's thanks to your listenership, your feedback, your reviews, your subscriptions. It's thanks to you guys. We're so blessed and thankful to share that with you. This topic comes from you guys, and this is probably the most misunderstood aspect of the commercial pilot certificate for two reasons. First off, they're very strange words to use. Common carriage, private carriage, holding out. When you, when you realize what holding out is, you're going to be like, that. why don't they just call it what it is? But it's the FAA sometimes. Now, where it really gets confusing is we are taught and ingrained early on that, hey, listen, as a, as a commercial pilot, I can make money for flying, right? So I could go just um, advertise that I'm a commercial pilot and start doing some charters for some friends and then charge them money and all sorts of stuff. Well, sort of. There's a thing called common carriage, there's a thing called private carriage, and there's something called holding out. And just being a commercial pilot isn't good enough to do some of those things. And that's what we're going to talk about. This is truly the hottest topic regarding the commercial pilot certificate. This is probably not the last time we'll ever visit this topic on the commercial pilot podcast because it's just that hot of a topic. In fact, it's so hot a topic, the FAA has issued an entire advisory circular on the topic. It's Advisory Circular 120-42 Alpha. If you are curious, you can literally Google Advisory Circular 120-42 Alpha. And if you want to read it, it'll come up. If you don't want to read it, it's only eight pages. But I'm going to break down those eight pages into plain conversational English so you can not only explain it on your commercial pilot checkride, but also be able to know what it means for you as a commercial pilot to make sure you're following the rules. Now, I want to share with you a segment from that advisory circular just so you can kind of see how confusing it is, and then we'll break it down a little bit for you. This is subpart four, the guidelines. To the public. A carrier becomes a common carrier when it holds itself out. That's that term holding out we talked about. Or a segment of the public. 
as willing to furnish transportation with the limits of its facilities to any person who wants it. Absence of tariffs or rate schedules, transportation only pursuant to the, the separately negotiated contracts or occasional refusals to transport are not conclusive proof that the carrier is not a common carrier. There are four elements in the defining of a common carrier. One, a holding out uh, of a willingness to. Two, transport persons or, or property. Three, from place to place. And four, for compensation. This holding out, which makes a person a common carrier, can be done in many ways and does not matter how it is done. You read that and you go, uh, okay. Can I read that again? Because I don't quite understand what it means. That's That's... The FAA for you and the government speak. Um, all I know and all all that made sense to me is, oh, so holding out involves common care. Uh, you kind of got that, but what's holding out? So you can see why this topic of common carriage, private carriage, holding out is so complex. Let me break it down for you now into plain English. Let's first talk about holding out. Because if we can understand holding out, we can then understand common versus private carriage. Holding out, to put it into plain English, is advertising. If you took every time I see the word holding out and do the find and replace feature on your word processor and change the holding out word to advertising, it would read a lot better. If I read that now, let's read that last line. This advertising, instead of saying holding out, this advertising which makes a person a common carrier, right there, I advertise I'm a common carrier. If they just would have told me that in the first place, well, they did. They just broke it down to you in a weird word. Why don't they just call it advertising? They call it holding out. I don't know. It's the FAA. If you're holding out, advertising, you are operating a common carriage. If you're not advertising, it's private carriage. Now, let's talk about this. How do I define advertising? How do I define holding out? Well, if I'm posting signs, billboards, flyers, even if I have sales agents, they can define that as holding out. I have a sales team or a, or a gate agent, whatever it is, somebody is helping me with the sales process. They can call that holding out. You're advertising effectively. You cannot, as a commercial pilot, well, you could, but you got to go through a whole lot of legal steps. We'll talk about that in a second. You can't just go run around the airport saying, you know, pilot for hire will fly you anywhere, anyplace, anytime and post flyers all around the airport because now you enter into common carriage. And as a common carrier, you open yourself up to a world of legal hurt from the FAA if you were to get found out. So why is that important? Private carriage is usually like a 91 operation, part 91 operation. Private carriage could be maybe, uh, let, let's, we'll use m0a.com as an example. You are the m0a.com corporate pilot. I'm your boss and you're the corporate pilot. And I say to you, hey, Bob, whatever your name is, I say, hey, hey Bob, uh, we need to go up to Oshkosh because the air show's coming up. You're flying us up there. Yes, it's scheduled, 
but you work exclusively for me. You aren't going around the airport and advertising, hey, when I'm not working for Jason at M0A, I'm going to fly all these other things. And you're advertising that. No, you're a, you, it's private carriage. You're a commercial pilot. I compensate you as your commercial pilot, as you should be, as we deem feasible for that. But you operate privately for me, a part 91 individual just privately flying whatever airplane. It could be a Gulf Stream. It could be our Cessna 172. It doesn't matter. It's private carriage. You're flying for the owner of something. Part 91. Now, common carriage, the moment I start advertising, I enter into common carriage, they could argue, are you running a charter? Are you running an airline? Because if you're running a charter, which operates under Part 135, you not only need to be a commercial pilot, but you, the pilot, have to be up to Part 135 standards and meet their minimums. Your aircraft has to be on a Part 135 certification, which isn't easy to get. The same is true for Part 121. Part 121 is scheduled airline service. If you're now trying to, you post a fly around the airport that says, every Monday at 9 a.m., I'm flying the Bahamas. You want to go to the Bahamas? I'm your guy. You're operating a scheduled air carrier service, and you will be squashed like a bug and toast if the FAA were to find out. Just because you're a commercial pilot doesn't mean you can stretch it into the charter at, on your own. You can go be a charter pilot and work for an organization that already has a 135 certificate that will put you through the 135 training. You can go work for a 121 operation that has the proper 121 certificates and will put you through the 121 training as a commercial pilot. But you cannot go out rogue on your own without either a 135 or a 121 certificate and start advertising all around the airport. Your airplane has to have the certificate and you have to have the training in place. And it's more than just that. I mean, there has to be, you know, a, a chief flight instructor. And there's just so a chief pilot. There has to be so much stuff involved in 135 and 121 operations that it'll make your head explode when you start getting into that sort of stuff. You got to realize having a commercial pilot certificate isn't always good enough. You may need a 135 or a 121 certificate. So that, my friends, is common carriage. Common carriage is I'm holding out. I'm advertising. I'm 121. I'm 135. Private carriage. And, and this is persons or property as well. Keep that in mind. Even just doing cargo and stuff. If you're advertising for it, you can enter in some hot water with that. Versus private carriage, which is working for an individual. Now, what are some exceptions to this? Obviously, if you go work for any company, hopefully that company is doing everything above the bar. I'd imagine they wouldn't last too long if they, if they weren't. You can go work for a charter company and sit right seat in a King Air, whatever it is, or an airline company, as long as they have the proper 135 and 121 certificates. It's just saying, if you wanted to go out and try to start your own self-employed business, um, there's a lot of red tape to work through. There's a lot of gray area in this as well. So you need to watch for that. 
you know, some other exceptions when you become a flight instructor. Well, I can certainly advertise flight instruction services. What they're talking, flight instruction services don't fall under the private common carriage type stuff. They fall under flight instruction, which now I'm operating probably under part 61 or part 141. You see, there's, there's different parts of the rules and regulations I need to follow. Part 61, part 141 involve flight training. Part 135 involves charter operations. Part 121 is scheduled air carrier operations. As a commercial pilot, you should be so familiar with these parts. You don't need to know every little detail, but I should be able to say part 121, and you know I'm talking about airline type stuff now. Now, that's not only airlines, it's, it's scheduled for cargo, it's anything like that. You know, FedEx is a 121 operation because they have scheduled transportation be it of cargo, it's still scheduled. It's it's going to get there. It's going to leave Memphis at nine o'clock every night or whatever whatever time it is. Common carriage, private carriage, and holding out. Get rid of the word holding out, call it advertising. That's why I wish the FAA would do, but we've got to know both. Common carriage, private carriage. Common carriage is holding out advertising. Private carriage is not. That's what you need to know to summarize. Listen, guys, Thanks so much for all you guys do. You guys are just such a blessing. Thank you for helping making these podcasts number one uh, in the iTunes top charts in the aviation category. Thank you uh, for your loyal uh, listenership, your loyal membership to our online ground school. If you're not a member, I encourage you to check out groundschoolacademy.com and become a member today. You guys are such a blessing to myself, my beautiful wife, Ashley, our gorgeous daughter, Ella, this great team here at M0A.com. If there's anything we can do this week, anything at all to help make you a safer, smarter pilot, please, please, please don't hesitate to reach out. Guys, enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember that a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. See ya.